Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fake Nuts Podcast. This is Season 7, Episode 21. Got all of them. 296 episodes, only four away from 300. I'm Craig. And I am Britt. And Britt, we are back again for the stupidness that is the NFL. Oh, my God. Is it my imagination, or has this year been a total slog? Like This there... year has sucked. I don't take... Terribly. I, I, and I'm just, I want to be honest with the folks who listen to us, and thank you for doing so. There has been minimal joy this year. Like, yeah. I'm up. I, like, this first half of the season, I couldn't lose on Sportsbook and couldn't win a single DFS pool. The second half of the season, my DFS is cashing like crazy, and I can't hit a prop bet if the prop bet is horsies are pretty, yes or no. <laughs> so I, I don't understand what's going on. I mean, I hit a plus 3,000 earlier this year when Daniel uh, Daniel Jones led the, right. the Giants back. That's right, yep. You know, I, that was a huge bet. I only put, It was a bonus bet, so I only got, you know, I paid like 300 bucks. It was not fantastic. It was well. plus 6,000 actually now I think about it. But yeah, it was free money. It was free, free money. But I'm just like, I just, there has not been a lot of joy in football this year, and I don't know why that is. I don't, I don't, I, you know, part of it is the massive, massive amounts of quarterback injuries. I think yeah. over almost half the teams in the NFL have lost their starting quarterback. At least 12 of them. I, th- I think it was like 12 or 13 teams like started backup quarterbacks. Yeah. And, and that's something we're going to do that live. We're, 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 let's, I have, I have a funny activity I want to do live just to show <laughs> how weird and, and Craig knows nothing about this. Craig is, is going, Oh Jesus. Here we go. Oh God! I just found out now. Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! <laughs> but for uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking? Uh, so today, um, I have a ginger lime mule seltzer. Ooh, There's nothing in it though, but it's very good. But it's 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 alcoholic. Uh, it's not. It's not. I have. Oh. I'm very limited on the alcohol I have in my house right now. Like I haven't bought any recently, so. Why, why, why is that? Are you just trying to be good or you haven't made it to the alcohol store or what? Um, mix of store and, you know, holiday time. So money has to go elsewhere. Absolutely. Blah, so Absolutely. Yeah. I am drinking a Road to Ruin from Two Roads Brewing because my Christmas vacation starts today. I am officially off. Oh, did you work today? I did. I worked remotely okay. today. Um, and there's like three or four very minor things that could happen between now and the end of the year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you may remember, <laughs> I think it was the, I was, I think it was 2019. I came over your house to do the podcast recording. I think like three days after Christmas. And I said to you, hold on. I got to call a lawyer first. And I went in the other room and I made a work call. <laughs> it's one of those kinds of things. Like you never know in my profession, what could happen. So you know, I could get a call tomorrow that's something terrible has happened at work and I've got to stop what I'm doing and go in, but it's unlikely. But so anyway, so my techno holiday has begun today. We are going to forego burning hot takes this week. And the reason we are is because there is one blazing thing that we need to talk about. And it is Richard Mendenhall. For those who have not heard about this yet, I don't even have the tweet in front of me. Let me get uh, this I up. I don't either. Uh, oh, here's the JJ Wass. Okay. Richard Mendenhall said, quote, I'm sick of average white guys commenting on football. Y'all not even good at football. K 
Can we please replace the Pro Bowl with an all-black versus all-white bowl so these cats can stop trying to teach me who's good at football? I'm better than your goat. End quote. I the, have a question. Yeah, you, let's go right into that. Go right ahead. This is, is an open he, discussion. Um, now, I'm assuming that this is just because of the history of the term goat in football. Right. I relate that to Brady, my opinions about Brady aside. And that's usually what people mean. And he says, you're goat. So if he's so talking he, about if he's talking about a racial team, black versus white, and, and, you know, just based on what he's told us, seeing that he says he's sick of average white guys, I'm presuming, again, just based on his context, I'm not going to make any judgment here. I don't know what his background is. He's putting himself on the black team, and he's saying, I'm better than your goat, which would mean the guy from the white team, which instantly thinks to me, Brady. So he's saying that he's a better quarterback than Tom Brady. I'm that's what better I, that, than that's your what I, That's what I get out of that. So that's... I took it a step further. So he's <laughs> saying he's a better player than the best white player ever. Okay. I, I First off, no. No, you're not. Because I don't even. I, and this is. You I want me to pull. I pulled up his stats. I, I have it as well. I have it as well. Um, not that impressive. No, they're not. For a professional running back. <laughs> and we're going to get to that in a second. Um <laughs> I think what really bothers... Okay, so let's assume he's talking about Brady. No, he's not. Now, assume like me. I'm not a big fan. I've never been a big fan of Brady. Brady has seven rings. You cannot dispute that. But I have also been on record in saying he is a product of a great system that works for him. Good coaching. Having the right people around him. Go the steering wheel, Finch. Let go of the steering wheel. I'm not saying Brady is not great. I'm just saying when we're talking GOAT, I, I always hate that term because you go back, go in a time machine 20 years ago and say, who's the greatest quarterback of all time. And almost everybody's going to say Joe Montana. And that's never going to change. That's never going to change. Joe Montana's the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay. Go back 10 years. Well, Dan Elway's won two Super Bowls lately. He's got to be the best. Okay. It's a constantly evolving thing for me. So I'm going to take it outside the context of quarterbacks. Okay. Outside yeah. The, yeah. So who is the best white running back in football right now like this like this as we're sitting and breathing here right now in 2023 (laughs) if we had to pick a white guy to be our running back i would pick Mm. christian mccaffrey hands down uh yeah yeah i was gonna go to dramatic long pause but yes that would be yeah it'd be christian mccaffrey is Rashard Mendenhall in his prime better than christian mccaffrey right now and the answer is resoundingly no um yeah no no. So not you're not better than the white goat. You're not better than the white guy, the best white guy at the position you played. And frankly, I'm offended by his comment because you know what I am? I'm an average white guy. Yeah. I'm not, an, it, quote, y'all not good at football. You're right. I'm not good at football. <laughs> I'm good at fantasy football. That's why I have a podcast and you had a career. I'm not yep. trying to, but that doesn't mean I don't get to have my opinion, which if you haven't seen it, go on Twitter. RG3 put up a hysterical one-minute response in which he says, yeah, I think I think that more African-American players are more talented than some of the white players there, in not so many words. But he also calls Rashard Mendes-Hall a dumbass. <laughs> and that you can't say these things out loud. And says, what? you know, it's it's not a good idea. And, and then points out, oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about all those times that you made the Super Bowl being the best player. Oh, that's right. That never happened. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, uh, yeah, 
He rushed over a thousand yards twice. 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 Out Half. of uh, two, let's see, two, four, six years. Mm-hmm. So, nah, nah. <laughs> Wait, does that's, he have a Super Bowl appearance? Uh, he was on Pittsburgh from 2008 to 2012, and then he was in Arizona for one year in 2013. Why do I feel so like I don't... they won a Super Bowl in that stretch? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. I have to look. I'm looking it up now. We'll do it live. 2010. 2010, Pittsburgh was in the playoffs. Do I know if they won or not? I don't know. NFL championships. They played in eight Super Bowls. No, I don't want the ones from the 70s. Was he? Oh, was he there in 2009? Uh, the uh, regular season. Uh, yes. All right, he did play in that Super Bowl then. Yeah, because he played in the Super Bowl against the Cardinals. February 1st, 2009, they beat the Cardinals 27-23. That was their last appearance. So, yeah, he did play in a Super Bowl. Okay. In 2006, was he there in 2006? No, he was a rookie in 2008. Okay, so, yeah, in his second year. And how? what kind of a year did he have in 2009, Craig? Tell me some numbers. Uh, let's see. 2009, he played. He was in 16 games, but he only started 12 of them. Okay. He had 242 attempts, and he had a... He had 1,108 yards. That's decent. Seven touchdowns. Decent. Not amazing, but decent. No. Yeah. Rashad sure <laughs> Mendenhall, dude, listen. People have the, and this was RG3's ultimate point. People have the right to have opinions. Just like you have the right yeah. to think it's a good idea to have what RG3 called the segregation bowl. But that doesn't mean you voice those opinions out to the universe. And you didn't I do mean, anything to further anyone's cause here other than to make yourself look like a dumbass. Like what? <laughs> what was this? What was this? What was this end game here? That's what my, that was, was going to be my question. What was the, like, what triggered this? Did someone just go up, go to him on X and say, Hey, you sucked as a running back. Is that what did it? I have no clue. What? I have not seen a single thing <clears throat> that explains why out of nowhere, after 10 years of retirement, <laughs> Rashard Mendenhall em- emerges from the uh, the underground and sends out a tweet like this. And then, just so you have a total, he he had a total of four thousand two hundred thirty six yards and averaged three point nine yards a carry. He didn't even average four yards a carry. No. Didn't even average four yards a carry. To me, and uh, like going you go by fantasy perspective, that is very pedestrian. But you know, yeah, you know, I, you know who that is? Like, I don't even know what triggered this. That, that's Matt Forte. That's Matt Forte numbers. And Matt yeah. Forte ain't emerging from the, the ground saying <laughs> the guys from the 70s would beat the guys from the 80s every single time. Let's get a 1970s all-pro team together. <laughs> I, it's, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a, a term that the kids were using several years ago. It's going to make me sound like a boomer right now. That's clown shoes. This whole thing is clown <laughs> shoes. It's I, it really stupid. is, isn't it? It is so stupid. And you know what? Listen, I, th- I'm going to title this. I'm going to title this episode Average White Guys Talk Football. <laughs> because it, it, I, I just, I don't understand. What <laughs> What did he think? This, this is not stimulating conversation about racial issues in the league. And let's be frank, they exist. No one is sitting here and saying there isn't racial issues in the league. We've been seeing that. Has anybody ever heard of fucking Cop- Colin Kaepernick? 
I mean, seriously, guys, if you could, you could sit there and 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 turn a blind eye before Kaepernick, but now, I mean, you've got to acknowledge there are significant issues, and they've always been there. But this isn't helping it. This isn't generating discussion. Yeah, no. no. Just... And just for um, comparatively, comparatively, because I was trying to find a semi-recent memory, like white running back, right? That's not. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Right. Remember Peyton Hillis? Yeah, he's better than Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis his was the yards chief. Per, his yards per carry was 4.1. Yeah, but he was a, he was a fullback. He I mean, yeah. he also his also like touchdowns per carry is through the roof he because also, he was also on the cover of Madden. He was, and then the Chiefs signed him <laughs> and he died. Yes. RIP Peyton Hillis. But yeah, I just I I it disappoints me that here we are at the end of 2023 and I'm devoting 10 minutes to Rashard Mendenhall's what feels like a really racist rant. And I'm not going to call him a racist. Other people have come out and said I don't know if he's a racist or not. Excuse me, I'm just going to say point blank, this was a bad idea on his part. Bad idea. It did nothing to further the conversation. It helps no one. It makes him look bad. Just the end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Which leads me to what I wanted to do tonight as kind of a fun thing. (laughs) Okay. We just, we opened this by saying this year has been weird, right? Yes. We started this by saying, hold on. I'm trying to get the NFL scoreboard up. Nothing this year has gone as expected. Go all the way back to week one. When the Lions beat the Chiefs 21-20. So I decided okay. to see to try and see if I'm wrong about this, that this week this year has been so bizarre that this may or may not work. So we're gonna do it live. I'll, okay. What is it we're gonna do live? We're gonna apply WWE logic okay. to the champion of the NFL. Um in, all in, right. in short, to be the man. You have to beat the man. (laughs) So in theory, the Chiefs walked into the season as the world champion, right? They Mm -hmm. get punched in the face by the Lions. So the Lions are now the world champion. Fast forward to week two. um, uh, The Lions lose to the Seahawks in overtime, making the Seahawks the world champion. So what I need you to do is count the number of teams that held the championship. Okay. All right. right. So we've got the Chiefs. Yep. We've got the Lions, and we've got the mm-hmm. Seahawks, and it's only week two. Okay. That's in week three, three the Seahawks yep. go in. I'm, I'm literally just scrolling down and beat the Panthers. Okay, so they, may, they, they, they hold the title. Week four, the Seahawks. It's the week before Christmas, folks. we got nothing better to talk about. Wait, they yeah. beat the Giants. Okay, so C- the Seahawks maintain the title. Week yep. five, the Seahawks... Is that their off week? I don't see them. Might have been their off week. Hold on. Stand by. They're off. Okay, week five, they're off. At least I think they were off. I'm done. I'm just I'm scrolling through the scores. I'm just doing it one last time here. Make sure I'm not missing them because I've been drinking. Okay, no, they were off. Week six, the Seahawks lose to the Bengals. Okay. So the Bengals are the new world champions. That's four. <laughs> week seven. Where are my Bengals at? Were they off? They were off. Okay, week seven, they were off. So we're going to go to week eight. 
So mm. that's two. So that's two. I'm going to count on my end the number of off weeks that factor into this too. So the Bengals are into week eight as the champion and then beat the 49ers. Yep. Wow. I didn't realize they beat the 49ers. Good for them. Yeah. Week nine, the Bengals enter as champions and beat the Bills. They maintain the championship. Good. Yep. Week 10, they lose to the Texans. Yep. That's so the Texans five. at week 10 <laughs> are the reigning champions. Week 11, the Texans lose to the Jaguars. So okay. that's six, right? <laughs> yep. Week 12, the Jaguars beat the Texans to retain. Week 13, the Texans... Oh, no, the Jags, right? We're talking about the Jags? Mm-hmm. Get beat by the Bengals. <laughs> well, the Bengals get it back. So that so that counts again. Count them again. Yeah, it does. That's seven. Yep. So that was week 13. So week 14, <laughs> the Bengals beat the Colts. Yep. And in week 15, the Bengals beat the Vikings. Which means as we sit here right now on December 20th, the reigning mm. world champion in 15 weeks is the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. And how many yes. times has the title changed hands? Six. In 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's counting. Yep. Don't forget, that's two times they couldn't defend it. So that means there's only been half the time a team that has beaten the guy who beaten the guy has won more than one in a row. Yes. <laughs> and I think I think I think the um, the Seahawks won two or three in a row. So it's it's even fewer than that. It's just seven occurrences across X number of teams. <clears throat> I'm struggling to figure out, and this is why I did this exercise. Is this parody or mediocrity? Hmm. Are the teams just that close together? And and and, and think about it this way: the Bengals won air quotes won the championship here without Joe Burrow. Yeah, he beat the 49ers, and then he he was out after that. Like and this week, game. the Bengals go to the Steelers. As mm-hmm. as the air quotes reigning world champions, and they're only got one more win than the Steelers do. They do. I mean, if they win, and depending on who else loses, they're still in the playoffs. I, but yeah, absolutely, kind of crazy. Blows my mind how this evolves, and these teams that we just named as being the guys who knocked off the guy who knocked off the guy are not the teams I would expect to hear. The Bengals, yeah, preseason we would have thought the Bengals. Did you mm-hmm. think the Texans would have been on that list? No. Did no. you think the Jaguars would have made that list? I mean, we knew the Jaguars were getting uh, better, but I wouldn't have put them automatically on that list. Not automatically on that list. I mean, I assumed they were going to win the division like in August. But yeah. But And that division's bad. Yeah, I know. That's why I thought they would win it. <laughs> and the fact that they took it from the Texans after C.J. Stroud suddenly decided to be a football player. I mean, it makes it sound like he just sat around all day and was like, yeah, all right. Ah, I better get up and stretch. It's not like that. But like, I just, I, I, I sit here. The Bills don't appear on that list. The Bills are eight and six. The Chargers are five and nine and had to fire their coach midseason just to show their fan base that they're not completely incompetent. The Colts are eight and six with Gardner Minshew. <laughs> the Minshew, the source's favorite player. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the stash. That's all the source really talks about anymore in our thread. 
Whoa. Yeah, that's... I don't know what that was. Yep. Oh, what happened? I, I don't know. I got some sudden, I sudden blast of sound on my end, but I don't know. It might be one of the websites that I have open at all times. But yeah, the Seahawks, who had the longest reign of anybody, are seven and seven. I mean, my God. So uh, honestly, is it is it mediocrity or is it parody? What are, what are your thoughts? I, you know, after seeing how the season has gone, I mean, maybe it's parody now. Maybe it maybe it started as mediocrity and then it became parody because now it seems like every team is the same. I mean, it's, it's this has been a very weird year, and I know we say that a lot, but this year do. has been been weird. Like if you look at the Chiefs, and no offense, but they don't look like the Chiefs that won the Super Bowl two years ago. No, no, they don't look at the Chiefs you that know? won the Super Bowl last year. Exactly. So, like, and you look at you look at the Dolphins. The Dolphins lost Tyreek Hill, and they were kind of clueless. I mean, not against really the Jets, but like in general, the Dolphins have so, four losses. They are to the Bills, the over Eagles, 500, over five hundred, the Chiefs, over five hundred, and the Titans, over five. Yeah, they're over five hundred. They're five and nine. Are they? Oh, okay. There's the Titans are terrible. They're five and nine. And now I'm looking at the rest of their schedule. They've got three games left. They got to play the Cowboys. They got to play yeah. at Baltimore, and then they got to play the Bills again. I, I see them going one and two in that. Which one do you think that... they win? I think they win. Is Tyreek Hill playing? He that's did. Really he set out of practice again today. Oh, that's not good. <clears throat> because right, the, Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, <laughs> they, they don't do so good. It's, it's, I make it sound like I don't speak the good English. The Cowboys don't do great against teams over 500. They don't. And then neither, then the Dolphins really haven't been either. So who wins that game? The Dolphins. Is, Dol- is it end? Is it end in three to three tie? <laughs> no, it won't. It'll be like 33 to 33 because all those teams could do is score touchdowns. But these are the, these are the, these are the Cowboy wins. The Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Rams, the Giants, the Panthers, the Commanders, the Seahawks, and then the Eagles. The Eagles win is the only quality win. Like, if we were doing this for the NCAA tournament, it would be the only quality win on their resume. Their losses are to the Cardinals. Really? You lost to the Cardinals? You lost to the 49ers. You lost to the Eagles the first time, and then you just got embarrassed by the Bills. Yep. And your schedule isn't good either. You've got to play the Dolphins, the Lions, and the Commanders. So you only have one guaranteed win there. <laughs> yep, pretty much. The good news is you're 10-4. and four. So 11 is probably going to get you to the playoffs. So when you bomb against the Dolphins, which may or may not happen... But you're, I, and who knows? Can they beat the Lions? I don't know who the Lions are. It depends. It depends which version of the Lions show up. So maybe the Lions maybe are the not. same. The same problem. I don't know who the Lions are. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Packers in Green Bay, but then lose to the Packers at home. That's yeah. Usually that's reversed. <laughs> they win at home against the Bears and then lose in Chicago. And then there are other losses for the Seahawks and the Ravens. I don't know who you are. And bizarre scheduling. They have to play the Vikings twice in their last three games. 
And I don't know who the Vikings are. Uh, the Vikings, they're a lost cause. Just are they? This year, I think they are. They're Maybe. seven and seven. And they, yes, they've lost three of their last four. But before that, they had the five game win streak before Kirk died. I'm not convinced. <sighs> they got to. I guess it depends if if Jefferson comes back because he got hurt again. So I don't. I don't know. And then they then they kind of vary how they use Addison. Yeah. So not not entirely sure. Yeah, but everybody's talking about Ty Chandler now. Every oh Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler. Oh. So the the end result is on my end is I don't know who anybody is anymore. No, you, like no one is more. Well, I'm sure some a lot of people are surprised. Like when Jake Browning went in, I wasn't expect. I was expecting Bengals to win like one more game this year. Mm-hmm. The dude knows what he's doing. I mean, I'm glad he does. It proves you need a very good backup in the NFL. He's been there for three years, so he should. But still, like he's doing really well. Jake so. Browning has an opportunity. To be the 21st century Jeff Hostetler. I was going to say Nick Foles, but yes. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go even older than that. Let that settle in for a minute. Jeff was the man. One year. One year. He was it, man. <laughs> one year. And wait, how long ago was that Nick Foles Super Bowl? Oh God, I don't know. Echo. When's the last time the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl? I didn't hear him because you were talking. <laughs> now I got to look it up online like a heathen. <laughs> Eagles Super Bowl 2018. Uh, Super Bowl 52. The 2017 season. By the way, don't okay. forget the final of that game was 41-33. 74 points in that game, kids. Yeah. 74 points. Which is a great segue into America's favorite game. We don't know who anybody is anymore, but apparently Vegas does. So we're gonna rely on Vegas. I go <laughs> no look. <laughs> I go look at the over/unders. Oh, funny, funny side story. I was streaming yeah. this week my video games. I was and a couple of people from the TwitchCon that I went to in Vegas were in in the the chat. And yep. I was explaining how whenever somebody talks about lines and betting, they generically talk about it set by Vegas. So Vegas thinks this team will win. Vegas thinks this game will be high scoring, et cetera, et cetera. And mm. I just happened to say, Vegas must know what it's doing. And one of the people in my chat went, when you say Vegas, do you mean the culinary union? <laughs> and I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> If you if you don't know that story, go back like six episodes. There's a whole thing on it, how the culinary union runs Vegas. But so yeah, no no food, no gambling, no so. food, no gamble. So this year, this week, the culinary union likes one game for fifty plus, and oh has four games under forty. Oh, so Ooh. where do you want to start? Do you want to use you and you get three strikes for each, and strikes will carry over. So, do you want to start with the one game that's over 50 or take a shot at one of the four games that's under 40? It's terrible. It's all terrible. Uh, In which case, shoot with the over. under 40s. You want to go with the, yeah, the, right. the, if the under? If you, if you know the under, do it, because that way you get the, the extra strikes. True, true. If you feel like you know it, do it. All right. Okay, okay. Let's, let's, do, let's do the over. Okay. 
What one right. game is a 50 or over? 50 or over, I'm going to say Cowboys Dolphins. You are absolutely correct. Ooh. And you ready for what that line is? It's exactly 50. Oh, of course. And if uh, Tyreek Hill gets healthy, I expect that line to go up to like 55. Yeah. If he doesn't play, it might go lower. It might go down to 48. How much? And how don't, much... Forget, don't forget, the Cowboys don't have Diggs. He's, he's though. Diggs? Yeah. The cornerback. Uh, oh, that's right. When you say Diggs, I think, I think Stephon Diggs. I'm like, wait, he's a bill. <laughs> I, I got to keep drinking. Um, how much does Tyreek move a line for you? Like right now, uh, Tyreek is all right. So Tyreek's not playing at fifty. Would you bet it? What am I betting? The over? Your choice. I would probably go <laughs> under right now if Tyreek's not if playing. He's not if he's not playing, I would go the under. Now he is because, playing because yeah. Go ahead. Because if he's not playing, that leaves the Cowboys' defense, which I think is much better than their offense. Mm-hmm. It gives them more room to do stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure the Dolphins are going to be able to handle it, especially with. Micah Parsons, who's a very good linebacker. Yeah, so. Now yeah. I tell if you. If he's playing, then I take the over. Now I tell you he gets a full day of practice in tomorrow and looks fantastic. Would you take the over? I would take the over because he's at least worth a touchdown and a spread by himself. So would you would you say that the number then moves in your mind to 57? Not saying what Vegas does, or the culinary union in this case. But in your mind, does the line need to move to 57, or does it need to move partially? Uh, I would go partially. I think 55, because I think this is this 50 number is based on a chance that he plays already. If mm-hmm. they if we found out that he was out tomorrow, I think the number drops like 47, 48. I can see that. In which case... But probably eight, nothing lower than 45. Unless yeah, no, no. If it, if it, Even without him there at 45, I'd bet the over. This team just put up 31 points last week against a nobody Jets team. That's only thing they've got for them is defense. It's so surprising, at least by that much. I, you know, I, I twice I picked up my phone to put money on the Jets mid-game. I'm like, it's 31-10. And I'm like, the Jets are plus 24 and a half. I, I, it's just, <laughs> and I went, no, it's a fucking trap. Like Admiral Akbar kicked in my door. It's a trap. And I went, okay, okay. Get out of my house, fish man. Um, and I didn't bet it, but I mean, there was a part of me that wanted to, and I was like, it's the fucking jets. I can't do it. I can't yeah. trust the jets. I just can't. Well, not without a quarterback. Could right. have Carson Wentz on the cheap, but no. So now here's the good news. You now have yep. six strikes to tell oh, me boy. the four games that are under 40. Can right. you do it? Let's go. I'm going to take a sip of my beer. What do you think, by the way? So take your time. Mm, let's go Cardinals-Bears. That is going to be a strike. Really? Cardinals-Bears a 43. Oh, boo. Justin Fields, baby, moves the line. Does he? He does. He throws the ball to the back of his offensive lineman. That's also true, but he also moves the line. <laughs> hey, the culinary right. union loves him. What can I tell you? All right, All got right. five right. chances. Get the other four. Commanders, Jets. Easy. That's a 37. Okay. There is n- that. B- before we started tonight, and I said to Craig off the air, I'm writing down the numbers right now. I said, if you don't get this one, I'll be embarrassed for you. That was it. <laughs> and you ready for this? It's not even the lowest number I have. Oh, really? Wow. But it's the easiest one I think to call. So, yes, you're absolutely right. Five strikes, 
three answers on the board. What do you got? Let's go <clears throat> Patriots Broncos. 34 and a half. Absolutely correct. All I'm right. a little bit surprised okay. that one is that low, but I'm not, I wouldn't touch it either pa- way. Uh, Patriots traveling in Denver at night. Mm. The ghost of John Denver. The ghost of John Denver in Denver. Taking country roads. So really quick sidebar. I can't remember what I was watching. I was watching something that was a holiday special and it was a streaming event and they do um, old TV commercials as like a pre, a pre-roll and they okay. did an ad for a John Denver Christmas. Oh, sad. Where Dolly Parton and Valerie Bertinelli come to, come to visit him. <laughs> and in the promo, John Denver was wrestling a bear. Oh, boy. And like magical time, magical time in TV. Then in what in what universe does somebody say, "All right, picture it. I got an idea." John Denver in the snow wrestling a bear, and somebody picture. greenlit that. They did, they did. They gave that money. <sighs> All right. Okay. There's two more answers on the board. You have five strikes. If you're gonna All win right. this, All right? Right now, the 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 money line on you is down to like minus two thousand. Because it, the, the the culinary union is confident you're going to win this. I'm glad they have confidence in me. I can't wait All for right, us to get a restraining go. order for the culinary union. Let me get a letter in the mail, certified. Um, as long as they drop it off at right. the pastry, it's fine. That's fair. Like a bear. Uh, let's see. <laughs> All right, let's go with a team who had a game last week where the tickets were only a dollar a piece, and I'm not making that up. Really? Yeah, the 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 Panthers Falcon game. The tickets were going for a dollar, like on a secondary market. Uh, I didn't actually check who was selling them, but yeah, yeah. Holy bad. crap! Bad. There was no one there. It was bad. <laughs> it was like a it was like a a Rays game in baseball. So you're gonna go Packers Panthers? <laughs> I was gonna go that. Yes, yeah. That's that absolutely correct. It's a thirty-six and a half. That reminds me. Of ages ago, our contributor Sean went to a Miami Dolphins game, like way back, like I like two years after Marino retired, and nobody would go to the games, and they got seats in the upper deck the day of for like fifteen dollars, and it came with a Dan Marino bobblehead, oh, <laughs> which he then went online and sold for like seventy bucks. So they, the Dolphins, literally paid him to go to a game. So, all right, there is one under 40 Ooh. left, and you have five chances. Your, your money line's at minus 20,000. One dollar right. returns a dollar two. Oh, people like him. Maybe that might, man, these are all, man, all these teams have backup quarterbacks in. This is, this is, a, it's just, just, oh my God. Ah. <laughs> uh, Listen, Detroit Lions, while Craig is thinking, this is it. This is as close of an opportunity as you are ever going to get. Figure it out, because this is it. Mm. You're in the bad conference. You're a good team in a bad conference. You have got to make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you need the Eagles to get stranded in the snow so they don't show up for the game and you win one nothing in the NFC Championship. This is your chance. <laughs> By the way, little known rule: if a team fails to show up for a game and a forfeit is declared, the final score is listed as one nothing. It's the only place in football where you can score one point. Huh? 
I did not know that. It's never happened. It has but just literally never happened. In theory, it's in the rules in case they ever need to enforce it. But yes. All right, what do you got right, for me? All right, let's try the other terrible team from that game last week. Let's go the Colts Falcons. No, Colts Falcons is strike two. That mm-hmm. uh, that line's forty four and a half. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, what do you got? Keep Man. it moving. <clears throat> I don't think you're going to get this one. I would not have guessed this one. I'm looking at the lineup right now, and I'm like, no. Like, there's games here that make perfect sense to me, and I'm like, why aren't they under 40? Mm, yep, yep. I see two of them right uh, off the top of my head you haven't guessed yet. So let's go Seahawks-Titans. That's one of them, and that's absolutely incorrect. That's a 42. <clears throat> Oh, damn it. <laughs> like, I don't know in what universe anybody thinks that game gets to 42. And it's only a th- two and a half point spread. Ugh. Yeah. So that means they're like, they're looking at like 21-18. That's not even right. 22-19. Like, ugh. I would not touch that game with a 10-foot pole. All right. Okay, two more shots. Let's go. Damn it. Let's go Jags-Bucks. Jags-Bucks is the other game I thought for sure oh, someone would God. guess. Damn it. <laughs> 42 and a half. And that is a one point spread because Ugh, Trevor's terrible. dead. Terrible. That, and the betting is so split on that. The money line right now, both of them are negative, which says to me the money is super even split in that game. All right, Craig, all of a sudden mm. your money line is now minus like 400 because everyone figures you're going to get it on this last one. Uh, I can't beat the bills. Wait, you have six strike. I'm sorry, you have two more strikes because you carry. Oh, okay. You did right. not. You got the first one right or right away. So that's six strike, three I and did. three. Yeah, I can't do math. I've been drinking. It happens. It does. It does. Uh, let's go with another division game. Hmm. Let's go. Bengal Steelers. You're a winner. That's a thirty-seven. <laughs> Ta-da. And Craig wins America's favorite game. Bengals Steelers 37. That feels low to me. And it's only a two point spread. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's on a Friday, which is kind of weird. Saturday. Saturday. I don't know what day of the week it is. My God. Are you serious? We have games tomorrow, as in Thursday, two games on Saturday, and then the full slate on Sunday, and then, and then three, three games, games on Christmas. Monday? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, I'll get through it. It'll be fine. It'll be <laughs> fine. So Craig wins America's favorite game. Congratulations, Craig. Well done. Thank you. Well Thank you. done. Thank you. All right, so we got to move on because we are rapidly running out of time and we have not hit DFS yet. So uh, let's jump right into DFS. As I told you guys last week, um, why is my phone lighting up? I don't know. Do we have breaking news? Hold on. Oh, no, it's college basketball. I'm a UConn alum, so. All right, so as we said last week, the metric has formally retired, living, uh, I think he's in Boca Raton now, so uh, we're just doing this on our own. Uh, A couple of guys I like this week. I like, I hate to say this, I like the potential for Nick Mullins at 5,300. And Hmm. I thought to myself, okay, if the metric were here, and I said, no, I don't want to use a backup, who should I use? The metric would say use Joe Flacco at 5,500. <laughs> and then I would say to the metric, no, I want someone who's not a backup. It would say, I don't worry, I gotcha. 
I got Trevor Simeon at 4,700. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so I'm, I'm thinking Nick Mullins at 5,300 is usable. If I really want to go with somebody who's had more than a couple of starts this year, I'm looking at Baker Mayfield at 6K because I think that game could be higher scoring than people think. But I really don't know where to go. Honestly, you want, you want to know where I want my heart wants me to put the money? Gardner where? Minshew. The stash. I'm buying into it. 5,900? So before you give me your picks, you have to choose one. Minshew at 5,900 or Mayfield at 6K. What are you going to do? Um, I would have to know. Like, I would lean towards Minshew. Yeah. But I'd have to know if his receivers are starting because uh, the Steelers. That's exactly them. how I feel. So listen, this week there's going to be a lot of backups that are appealing. Use your judgment. But there really is no one reliable under 6K that's going to provide you value. Unless I'm missing something. Tell me what I'm missing. No, I think you're I think you're exactly right. There's not a lot of, especially if you're playing the main slate, so you're already losing like. Yeah, I'm looking six, main slate only. Main slate only. That's six games you're losing out on, like to select players from. Yeah. So I think you'd teams. have to look at you'd have to look at if you want to stay cheap or like you would have to look at Minshew, uh, like you mentioned, or possibly where did he go on his list here? Like I mean, if Geno Smith is playing, maybe because he's fifty eight hundred dollars. I don't know if he's been playing though. So Baker Mayfield, like you said, is six thousand. He's playing. They're playing Jacksonville, and Jacksonville is a, is a mess right now. But is there? Yeah, any- I don't. Ah, oh, man. The rest of this is just not good. Is there any universe in which we can trust Bryce Young? I don't feel like we can. He's only 4,700, but I think I'd rather use Trevor Simeon. I can't believe those words just exited my mouth, but they're true. I don't think you I don't think you can. I mean, maybe depending on who else you can put in your lineup, like maybe Jordan Love against Carolina. Mm-hmm. But Carolina's defense isn't terrible against the pass, so... I think they still lead the league in takeaways. Let's move on to running backs to try and find some value there. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. The road to ruin is speaking back. (laughs) Let's move on to running backs. Maybe we find value elsewhere, and it gives us some uh, some flexibility at quarterback. Running backs, uh, names, again, I didn't think I'd ever say. I love Ty Chandler this week. He's not going to reach value. He's 5,600, but I've got him for 14 to 16 points which puts him in the, like the 2.75 to 2.9 range in terms of the uh, the metric. Mm-hmm. I love Ty Chandler. I like Dante Foreman because Arizona couldn't stop a faucet. So, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I like him there. If I'm looking for somebody a little bit more reliable, Rashad White, 7,400. That's a little too pricey for me. ATN is 6,600. I'm not sure I can trust ATN. This is this is why this year has been stupid. I can't. There was not a single guy in the main slate at quarterback or running back that I trust. Yeah, no, it's it's hard, and but like I'm staying away from Detroit running backs. I don't. I can't do it. Anymore. And I can't argue with yeah. you. I I would love to sit there and go. Here's why you're wrong. I can't. <laughs> I mean, they're averaging like their average for game is over. I think like 15 or 16 each, but still. I don't know what Detroit is going to do. Both of them can have 10 yards rushing for all I know. Or one of them, you, you could sit there and say, okay, this is going to be, um, it's going to be a Gibbs game. And then Gibbs gets five carries for 10 yards. Yep. Meanwhile, David Montgomery's dancing the end zone twice. 
Exactly. And he's only rushed for like 10 yards. <laughs> yeah. David Montgomery, yeah. four carries, 10 yards, two touchdowns. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? I mean, if you want to, I kind of looking between like three other people, like maybe. Give me some names. Here we go. Maybe, maybe Hall on the Jets. He's 6,100. They're playing Washington. Their defense is bleh. Mm-hmm. You know, there's James Connors playing the Bears. He's 5,900. And God help me. God help me. Chubba Hubbard is $5,700. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't take a Panther. <laughs> I just can't. I, I, I like I like Chubba Hubbard. I can't. All right. All right. This is not working out. Let's move on to wideouts. <laughs> Surely there's some help at wideouts. And I look at my list and the top name of my list in terms of value is Garrett Wilson. And now I just want to drink more. <laughs> As you should. You know, again, you know who I've been... I've been riding this guy hard, which sounds terrible. Sorry. I've been riding this guy hard the last two weeks, and it's paid off. Is Drake London. Drake London all of a sudden has decided, okay, my worst line is 5 for 70. So uh, I like Jake London this, Drake London this week. I like Jamison Williams is a little bit of a reach this week because he's only 3,700. I just need him to get to like 11 points, which is where I have him tagged. And then we reach... The wide receiver equivalent of the Detroit backfield, which is the Seattle receiving core. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it going to be Metcalf? Is it going to be Lockett? Is it going to be Smith and Jeeba? I don't know. Last week in our private uh, pool on DFS, I looked and I said, who the hell is the cheapest of the three? Smith and Jeeba? Great. I'm going to just chuck him into the captain role. And I filled in the rest of the lineup just with like common sense, and then went to bed and woke up three dollars richer. <laughs> we we only bet a dollar yep. on this pool, guys. It's it's just something we do for fun in our podcasting group. I went to bed and woke up the next morning. Your deposit has been completed. Well, goddamn, it sure has because I picked the right guy on that one particular day. Yeah. So I I I, I want to put money on DK Metcalf. <sighs> uh, it's it's. It's the same thing, just like running backs. Like, is is Jeff Justin Jefferson gonna play? I don't know. I've got him. I've I got can't. him at seventeen points if he plays, but he's eighty one hundred. So, that's yeah, a lot. And, Jordan, and Addison is six is six thousand. So, do I have Addison in a better ratio though? I don't. I don't. I mean, if Sean was here, he would say DJ Moore because he's a DJ Moore truther. He is a DJ Moore truther. He really he is. is. <laughs> there is a there is a subreddit on DJ Moore and he runs it. So he probably. <laughs> I'm on Ross like, St. Brown, Brown at 8200. Can we trust that? I I think we could. That's probably where I would stop. Like at the most. Like I don't know what Jeff, that Justin Jefferson's injury status is because he's been hurt multiple times. Tyreek Hill is broken. And CeeDee Lamb is $9,200, and that's just way too much. And it's a short slate because of the way that the holiday breakdown is. Mm. All right, all right, all right. I, I don't know what quarterback I'm going to use. I don't know what running back I'm going to use. I'm only using two of these wide receivers. So tight end <laughs> has to save me. So I look at tight ends, and the top of my list is Okanokwo, and I'm like, fuck my life. Screw that! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take thirty three hundred dollars and I'm gonna throw it at Kate Otten. 
<laughs> Actually, Trey McBride has been consistently in my lineups during the stretch where I've been winning in DFS. It has been yep. Drake London and Trey McBride. And I just, I don't see Chicago shutting him down. So this might be the one position where I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend 5,700. Shut up all of you people who say that's too much. I'm going to spend 5,700 on the one guy I know is going to get the 3X. And just take just Trey not. McBride. I was looking at him too because... You know, I love Evan Ingram, but mm-hmm. now that he's quarterbackless and he's $5,400, like, I can't. He he wasn't producing with a quarterback. How can you trust him now? I get it. I, I feel the exactly. same way. Exactly. Do you know how many shares of Evan Ingram I had coming into the season? I had it almost, probably, yeah, probably 30 to 40% of my leagues had Evan Ingram somewhere on the roster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always, remember, remember when we were big on Noah Fant? Oh, my remember God. Denver? <laughs> and then they traded him. That was the year they traded him, by the way. It was not was it last season or the season before? You and I, mm-hmm. Noah Fant, Noah Fant, Noah Fant. It's gonna be great in Denver. And then they traded him like in week four. And I was like, fuck my life. <laughs> yep, and then he went to Seattle, who never uses tight ends. I, it's just ever, uh... for anything. With blocking. I mean All there's right. I mean, maybe Johnny Smith was twenty nine hundred dollars, but yeah, just see what kind of money you have left. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm going to let you spend a minute on defenses because the beer's running right through me. Go for it. Find a way to talk about defenses for about 60 to 80 seconds. I mean, defenses, again, there's a lot of bad games. And as you heard before, there was a lot of games under 40 points. So, you know what? It's that time of year. It's in December. We're at the, towards the end of December already. God help us or whoever you believe in. If you should pick a defense, Who's playing preferably at home in not good weather? Like I don't know what the weather is going to be like in Chicago, but Arizona is playing at Chicago, and if there is any type of rain, snow, whatever happening, I think I'm probably going to take the Bears defense. They're twenty seven hundred dollars, which kind of puts them like right in the middle. Um, I don't like the Dolphins defense. Um, Miami's defense is just two or Miami's knees or not Miami. Dallas' defense is 3000. I mean, you could take them, especially if, uh, all right. Especially if Hill's not playing. So that might be an option, but I think this week I'm going to look at weather, especially like the defense is home and outside. I, I am looking at opportunity. So the dolphins are 2,700. It's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to avoid it. Vikings, the offense for Detroit's relatively in track. But at 2,600 is Tampa Bay. And Jacksonville, mm-hmm. can Tampa Bay control Jacksonville? Probably. I do like what you said, too, Chicago. I, I don't mind Chicago against Arizona, but at 2,800, um, honestly, I'm going to put money in the box. 2,600, they got to get to, like, eight points. They get the eight point. They, could, they get one defensive touchdown, and again, it's against Jacksonville's backup quarterback. It's doable. Yep. It's doable. Oh, God, you know what? I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. I, I just, I've always, I'm always very honest with our audience. I think we, that's something we, we do differently than most podcasts. Would you not agree? I agree. I How agree many times that. have you turned on Sirius XM radio and they're like, the Carolina Panthers defense is good for 15 points. And then the <laughs> Monday after they're like, I cash like crazy by using the Chicago Bears defense. 
Motherfucker, 48 hours ago, you were telling me I had to go all in on the Panthers. Oh, yeah. No, they don't They don't tell you who they're really using. No, they don't. No, they Jerks. don't. So anyway, so we're different in that way. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to spend very little on DFS and sports betting this weekend. Very little. I will sponsor... I will sponsor on DraftKings for our inside group. I will sponsor pools every single day for a couple of bucks just to get people yelling at each other. But I can't see myself laying real money down this week on these DFS lineups because the way that they're going to be split up with the different days is just going to be too limited. It's like we said way back when. I never play like single time slot pools like if you oh it's only one o'clock games i won't touch it the variance is too high Mm -hmm. no you're you're exactly right especially this especially this season and this week you got three games you got a game tomorrow night which is what tomorrow night's the 20 what 21st 21st uh then you got three games on christmas eve then you got the main slate which is only nine games on Christmas Day, is that you can have three more games on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus. Exactly. I'm sorry, no, three more games on, on Christmas. It is just so split. I can't do it. <sighs> but you know what you can do? You can leave us a review. Whatever podcast directory you found us on, most likely Apple, please leave us a review. It's a tremendous help to the uh, podcast. You can also reach out and talk to us. We are available on Facebook at the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. And we're also available via email at fignutsdfs at gmail.com. Again, fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We're no longer on the former site. The account's still active, but no one's checking it. Because Elon <laughs> Musk is a little bit of a dipshit. Bigger dipshit. Elon Musk or Richard Mendenhall. Go. Wow. I think overall it's still Elon. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Craig, final thoughts. What do you got for me this week? Um, final thoughts is uh, you should, you know, think before you post stuff on social media, oh, uh, especially especially if you were in a Super Bowl and you fumbled, causing your team to lose said Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My final <throat> thought is whatever you celebrate, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Hanukkah, I believe, is in the rearview mirror. I think it ended last week. Whatever you celebrate, take some time. Enjoy family. Act responsibly. I'll tell you, Saturday, really quick. My wife and I always make an annual trip to go into New York City to see the the tree in Rockefeller Center. Uh I saw the most awkward interaction between two human beings on the train in that I've ever seen. When I say this train was standing room only... I mean, every seat was taken and people, there was still 20 or 30 people in every car just standing around the doors, like up and down the aisles. At one point, an old lady walked over to a row of three seats that only had two people in them. The middle seat was empty. Okay. And said, I'm disabled. I need to sit down, move. And the first person on the aisle was like, just kind of stared at her. And she said, are you deaf? I said, I'm disabled. I need to sit down. Now move. And the person on the inside said, you don't need to come at her like that. She may have medical issues too. And with that, a conductor walked through the door. And this old lady looks at the conductor and goes, oh, thank God you're here. They won't let my disabled body sit down. 
Uh, okay. should, there was a near riot on the train as everyone around stood up was like, that is not what she just did. <laughs> she just came in here and basically said, I'm older than you. Get the fuck out of my way. And it was almost fistcuffs. I swear to God, this little lady was about to throw down. And oh. it clears up. Where's, my... where's Sean when you need him? Yeah, what just throwing him in there like a chair. Here, just jump in there. And this old and my wife looked at me and went, "What the hell just happened here?" I'm like, a very rude old person got reacted to rudely and is upset about it. Guys, it's freaking holiday season. Be nice to each other. Everybody's stressed out. Everybody's on edge. You know where Cinch is right now? He's probably sitting in his truck crying. Because he's worked the last 14 hours and he's still got another 8 hours of stuff in his truck. That's a lie. Since his home drinking a scotch. But. I hope so. The bottom line is be kind to each other. Enjoy the goddamn holidays, will you? For fuck's sake. <laughs> Do you know how that altercation ended? It ended with the, the, the oh. rude old lady screaming, yep. drop dead and storming out of the car. Okay. <clears throat> But I was just like, my wife was like, Something. were they not being nice to her? I'm like, no one was nice in that instance. You know, just be nice to each other. Enjoy the holidays. Be kind to yourselves and others. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not and I already did our outro, so um, we'll see you next week if we feel like it. I don't know. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's and everything sucks. So Craig and yeah, I might yeah. just go drinking. I don't know. Uh, yeah, something. What's What's next <laughs> Wednesday? What's Next Wednesday is the 27th. I mean, don't be surprised if you see a message from us on our, our board that says, hey, by the way, here's us having a beer instead of recording tonight because we can't figure anything out because we're just two average white guys, you know. <clears throat> who didn't fumble in a Super Bowl. Yeah, who didn't fumble in a Super Bowl. I, I can say that on my resume. I have never fumbled in a Super Bowl. I hope to God <laughs> at my next job interview, whenever that might be in my life, that someone asked me that I might put that on my resume. It says here you never fumbled in a Super Bowl. That's correct. Correct. I, I never played in the Super Bowl, so I had never had an opportunity to fumble in a Super Bowl. I like to think that if I had the opportunity to play, I would not have fumbled because I'd be smarter than Richard Mendenhall. <laughs> oh, so. God. All right, folks, go enjoy the holiday. Craig, thank you as always. A happy holiday to you and yours. Thank you, and same to you. And we will see you guys next week. Until, well, probably, most likely. I'm not promising anything at the point of the season. Until we speak next, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Bye, Dad.